0: We are lit. 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 Keep it lit.
1: You are now listening to DJ Chase Radio.
0: Turn your radio up. The home of the creative.
1: Tune in 24 seven.
2: No need for modesty, no need for soft introductions, Downright sports, the Super Bowl 56 show. On your way, today's show, we're going to talk Super Bowl, uh, Hollywood versus the Queen City. We're also going to look back at the 2021 NFL season, and I changed it at the last second. We must talk about the best drama on TV right now. The NBA. Hey, look at your watch. What time is it? It is! Showtime.
3: And Dr. Dre is at the door Ready to make an entrance, so back on up Cause you know we're about to rip shit up Give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble Compton and Long Beach together, now you know you in trouble Ain't nothing but a thing, baby Too low depth, nigga, so we're crazy Death Row is the label that pays me Unfadeable, so please don't try to fake this But I'm uh, back to the lecture at hand Perfection is perfected, so I'm gonna let them understand What a hell of a lean Getting funky on the mic Like an old batch of collard greens It's the capital Yes, I'm fresh and double O-P D-O-double-G-Y-D-O-double-G You see Showing much flex When it's time to wreck a mic Pimping hoes and clocking a grip Like my name was Dolomite Yeah And it don't quit I think they in the mood For some motherfucking J shit So
0: dry What up dog Gotta
3: give them what they want What's that G? We gotta break them off something Hell
0: yeah And it's gotta be bumping City of confidence I talk, but I'm never off, always on till the break of dawn See you when PTO and in the city they call Long Beach Putting the shit together like my nigga D.O.C. No one can do it better like this, that and this center. Uh, it's like that and like this and like that and uh, It's like this,
3: then who gives a fuck about those? So just chill till the next episode <laughs>
2: Let's go! It is showtime, everybody. Welcome to an all-new Downray Sports Radio. I am your host, Brent Reed, the notorious sports critic. If this is the first time you ever heard the show before, this is a sports show for sports fans. Talked to you by a sports fan. Welcome everybody on Facebook Live, YouTube. If you get, you know, YouTube, you don't get the whole show. But most importantly, you can listen to uh, Downrate Sports Thursdays at 8 o'clock, uh, DynastyRadioNY.com, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B, except on Thursdays when sports and Downright Sports takes over. You can also hear the show, FleetRadioNetwork.com or TrapRadar Radio, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But now the show is officially at home where it needs to be on DJ Chase Radio on Live 360. More to come. Stay tuned to all the social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) with more updates as far as uh, times and start times. And um, I think we're going to be a daytime show. Yeah, that's going to be kind of fun. I just got to pick a day of the week, you know, so I'm excited for that. I really am. Um, Boy, so it's the week of weeks. It's the week we all wait for. Every sports fan, little boy and girl in the world. It's not Christmas. No, 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 It's not Christmas, no. It is the Super Bowl. Super Bowl week, yes. The NFL Again, for the 56th time, brings us to Super Bowl. People buy new TVs. They buy wings. Let's talk about wings for one second. <coughs> a pack of wings, like a eight-pack, will run you about $20. So I'm going to tell you right now, if I was hosting a Super Bowl party, I'm charging a dollar a wing. Maybe, you know what? Take that back. I am charging $10 a wing. So Buffalo Wild Wings, Stop. Clubhouse, for those of you who live in Lynchburg. Um, anywhere who sells wings, they're going to make a killing, a grip this weekend, if you know what I mean. But, you also got, let's paint the picture here. So, you got to get the ribs, you got to get the wings. This is the, the Super Bowl is becoming more of an event for families and entertainment. I mean, for families and, um, and, and gatherings, almost in the holidays, if you think about it. Because the Super Bowl kind of gives you that that breaks up that monotony when you don't have nothing to talk about, but, um, the, fixing the microphone, but, they, they've done studies, like, you know, uh, uh, uh people have, uh, uh, designed and, and created, like, a whole day around it, for us, back when I used to live, you know, in Farmville, it was a little different, it was a lot more, you know, hey, let's just start drinking at like 9 o'clock, and then, you know, we'll see what happens from there, but I, I'm looking forward to it, um, who are they? let's do the tail of the tape, shall we, so in the Super Bowl, you have the uh, Los Angeles Rams taking on the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, when the season started, a lot of people put the Cincinnati, I mean, excuse me, put the uh, Los Angeles Rams in the Super Bowl. Not everybody put the Cincinnati Bengals in. I was not one. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals made a splash. This is not the tell of the tape. This is me telling the story. Let's get back to the tail of the tape. tell of the tape. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams are taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. You have the veteran Matt Stafford drafted number one by the Detroit Lions. Then you have the t- the second year quarterback get to get himself Joe Burrow's. Former Heisman Trophy winner, former national champion with the uh, uh, LSU Tigers. He went from the Tigers, became a Bengal. And just his second year after a knee injury, has his team in the Super Bowl. And for only the second time in NFL history, Two first-round overall picks are facing each other in the Super Bowl. The last time it happened was Peyton Manning taking on Cam Newton. We know how that work turned out. The defense made everything happen in that Super Bowl. For the Rams, you're looking at a team. as yes, the macho man would say. You're looking at an NFL team that had its highs and lows this season. At one point, they were flying high. They were looking like they were just going to run away with the the, the league, their defense, their offense was fine on syllabus, And then they ran up against Arizona, who turned into a pumpkin. They ran up against the 49ers, who they just basically let no, let know in the last round, hey, you know, we, we gave you your fun. Uh, they were twelve and five overall. They ended up winning the division ultimately, uh, five and three at home, which we're going to get on in one second. Uh, seven. They were better on the road. They were seven two on the road, much better on the road. Then you have the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, the team that won their division, uh, a division in which the Steelers, the Browns, and the Ravens and the Browns were definitely picked to win that division. Instead, it turned out to be the Bengals. The Bengals got it done with a high-power offense. They made a big draft pick. A lot of people said, what are you thinking? You didn't get an offensive lineman. Instead, they got Jamal Chase, who, (coughs) which some would say, which we're gonna touch on in a second, we could be watching one of the best wide receiver matchups we've ever seen in a Super Bowl, if you will. The Bengals were 10-7, 5-4 at home, 5-3 on the road, not that good. Not that bad. Uh, mo- most importantly, is what they've done in the playoffs, beating the Tennessee Titans, who are the number one seed, beating the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, just moonwalking through everybody that they possibly can moonwalk through. And Joe Burrow and his coaches, that basically his team has basically said, we're not underdogs. Um, we are. We're no longer the lovable underdogs. We're here. We're ready to roll. We're trying to win it now. Give me the ring now. Size me up, chump. So what do we got to say? So we're looking at two teams that tell almost the same story, if you will. Both have explosive both have offenses that, you know, at any given moment can bust wide open. If you look at the Rams, you got wide receivers like Cooper Cup, who's very deceiving. Not a, not a big wide receiver, but people seem to keep leaving him open. And I'm thinking, and I've heard a lot of say uh, Booker McFarlane, very smart guy on ESPN, one of the smartest guys when it comes to football, in my opinion, on ESPN. Can't, basically, like people are underestimating this guy because he's a white wide receiver, which tends to happen. Wes Welker, just think about it. But Cooper Cutt is burning cats up, living a life. He can't, he's coming off playing all 17 games, 16 touchdowns, leading the league in touchdowns for a wide receiver. All right. Then they s- went out and got Odell Beckham. If I tell you Odell's numbers, you'll be crazy. Eight games, five touchdowns. All touchdowns came playing with the Rams. Playing in Cleveland, they just forgot the man existed. Defensively, you got the you got you. Oh boy, you ready for this? You got the three-headed defensive monster in Von Miller, Aaron Donald, and Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey's got the backfield. I mean, Ramsey's got the the, the receivers. And Ron Miller and Aaron Donald are looking to blow up anything coming from the, hu- anything coming from the, back be- it's the quarterback, whether it's the running back, they're coming for you and they're looking for blood. But with that, you got Joe Burrows, who's not your productive. he's not Tom Brady, okay? He's not staying in the pocket, he's not uh, Peyton Manning, he's not Oklahoma, Oklahoma! No. He's like, yo, we're gonna either go deep. or I'm, I can roll myself. He is the new pro. He's the new style of quarterback that you see out of uh, uh, J- uh, Josh Allen, and even the guy. I can't think of his name, but the guy who's the quarterback out with the Chargers. Like, do not underestimate this. Steve Young influence is everywhere. It's not the Michael Vick influence, It's the Steve Young influence. It's almost like, hey, well, you know, we can stay in the pocket, but if you, you know, you could, if you if you're not if you're not careful, I'm hitting I'm hitting the field and I'm rolling. Joe Burrow's proved that against the Chiefs. The Chiefs was making headway; they were taking care of him, but the man was like, forget about it. I'm just going to roll. All right. With that being said, you he has weapons like Jamal Chase who is a flat-out stud. You have guys like um, you have T. Huggins, Huggins, his secondary wide receiver. Uh, it, it, when, if they decide they want to double or apply more pressure, he just go right there. But one thing the Bengals do well, and it's not the best in the world, but the one thing the Bengals do very well is that they're able to establish the run game. I know, I said the big bad word, the run game. Something that teams have forgotten about, something that teams do tend to abandon. And with uh, Joe Mixon back there able to just gobble up yards when he wants to, like against the Chiefs, he 88 yards, no touchdowns, but those 88 yards are impactful. They're effective. And you're saying to you, I know you're looking for the days of Emmitt Smith rushing for 100 and something or or Barry Sanders or guys like that. But you got a quarterback that's great, has a strong arm, can get the ball down the field, can game manage, makes mistakes but doesn't allow it to affect them. You got a running back that anytime you give him the ball, he's going to get some yards, some gainful, impactful yards. That is a lot to be said for that team. With the uh, defensively, Logan Watson, strong linebacker, not to be played around with. And when you got somebody like Matt Stafford, who's not a statue, but it's more of that traditional style of quarterback. He could be setting himself up for a big hit. <laughs> he could be setting himself up for some violence coming his way that he does not want. War- he's not warranted. And then even in the backfield, you have uh, uh, Eli Apple from a Giants cornerback, very strong cornerback, can make coverage now. I don't know if he's going to be able to cover a shutdown. Cooper Cup, but if you can at least buy some time so that defense guys like uh, Trey Hickinson, can get back there and make some moves and blow things up, then you're finding yourself in a situation. If you're th- if you're asking yourself, "Well, the Rams' defense is just so it's so strong; it's the best defense." Well, calm down. All right, calm down. I have numbers to back that up. Defensively, these two teams are ranked 17th and 18th with each other. Uh, if you paid attention, uh, the Rams allow 21 points a game. It's not terrible, but it, it, the case of the, the Bengals, they can put up points. Uh, they've allowed uh, about 103 yards rushing a game, about 241 yards passing. Well, that's impactful. If you look at the Bengals, They allow 22 points a game, which if they do in this game, the Rams are the Super Bowl champions. About 102 yards rushing, about 248 yards passing. It's not a lot of passing yards, but it's enough with two quarterbacks that can throw the ball deep. Can set themselves up. You watch what they did against two teams. You saw what they did against the Chiefs at the last second. You saw what they did, what the Rams did against Tampa Bay. Like, they... they they don't care. They take the governor off and we going downfield, we making things happen. Now, let's paint the picture if you will. Okay, let's paint the picture. If the game is tight, which the playoffs has told us these games have been tight, and if these two teams are as evenly matched as we think they are, then you're gonna find yourself in a peculiar situation. Matt Stafford, who just won his first playoff games this year. Well, this guy, and I can call him a young man because I'm a older than Matt Stafford. 34 fourth quarter comeback, uh, uh, fourth quarter comeback, 42 game winning drives. The man is clutch when it's time to win. And if you think for one second he's out of it, well, you best think again because he come, he he doesn't. Fear the moment. Which is awesome that he's getting to play on this big stage. It's amazing for him that finally Matt Stafford gets from underneath the dark cloud of the Detroit Lions. He's not uh, relegated. Like now the conversation is, is Matt Stafford under the elite status? If he wins, it's an argument. Do we put him in the same category as Eli Manning? Or, uh, or, or is he in the category of a Joe Flacco? I think he's much He's 100 times better than Joe Flacco, no question. But is he now with the the records and the numbers, the Super Bowl, one Super Bowl changes and makes or breaks a career. You know that. One Super Bowl takes you out of, hey, he's a good quarterback, Dan Marino, all-time great. Peyton Manning, legendary. Like, the Super Bowl changes that. It just does. Winning a championship changes that. Paul Pierce, went from being... Huh, that guy's pretty great, to no question, bona fide Hall of Famer. Unlike Tracy McGrady, who shouldn't be in. But then you got Joe Burrows, the kid, smart, cocky, three game-winning uh, drives so far. So you're you, you're finding yourself in a conundrum if you're gonna make a if you're gonna place a bet, which we're about to do, shall we? So let's try to win some money. All right. So we're gonna play if we're. Uh, who am I going if, if I wanna win some coin? If I'm gonna win some coin, I'm not going with the over-under. I think I, I I'm confident it's gonna be over. Yeah, let's go over. So it's gonna be definitely over 48.5. I'm taking that. Um I'm gonna take two touchdowns. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Jamal Chase a touchdown. And then I'm going to go with Most passing touchdowns. I'm going to say. I'm going to say Stafford's going to have more. I'm going to go with Stafford. So, what the heck is this on my screen? So, there ain't no money there. (laughs) We're trying to build up some cash, guys. We're trying to build up some cash. Um, I don't know. None of this. I didn't take the time. And these aren't any good. Let's just make some money. Let's just make some money. Let's take the Rams. Let's take the Rams on the money line. Let's actually, if you want to make some money, let's take the Bengals on the money line, and we're going to do a real fan bet, all right? We're going to put $20 down. That ain't no money. (laughs) That ain't no money. We don't want that one. So we're going to do Bengals, and then we'll do anytime they score. We're going to do Odell Beckham, and then I'm going to do... T. Higgins, because that may help. All right, so $10 there gets us. Where's that? $10 got us something. Where's my thing? That was my parlor. And they took my parlor away? No, they didn't. Here it is. I thought they took my parlay away. All right, so let's do this. Uh, let's put 30 down. $30 will get you $400. So, again, if you want to bet with me, if you pick the Bengals on the money line. Anytime Odell Beckham scores or T. Higgins scores, uh, Hudson scores, you put 30 down, it's going to get you uh, 420, uh, $423. But if you want to put a little bit, you ain't got that much to play around with, nah, put down about $10. $10 will get you 100, $140. That ain't terrible. You know what I'm saying? That ain't terrible. Who's going to win? I know. I know. I know. I know. I got to make a pick. I got to make a pick. And the Rams defense is really good. I'm going to go with the Rams. I think it'll be close. I think it's going to be exciting. Halftime show is going to be electrifying. But let's go with the Rams. It's Matt Stafford's time. Joe burrow has got plenty of time to get back here. But we're going to book it. It's Rams. Ram. I'm, I'm going Rams, and this hasn't happened in a while, let's go with the Rams and with uh, by 6, Rams by 6, alright, hey, Downray Sports everybody, on our new home, DJ Chase Radio, uh, you can listen to it at uh, Live 360, you can also always hear the show at DynastyNY.com. The number one source of hip hop and R&B. You can also listen to the show at Trap Radar Radio at Fleet Radio Network.com. You always hit it. and you can always download the podcast every Thursdays at 12 o'clock on any major plat- p- platforms Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, you name it, we're there, all right? If you're listening to the show, you can hear the, the, the basically the people who are performing in the halftime show, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, and it will be a bonus track, Eminem. So uh, stick around for that. When we return, we're going to touch up on the NFL, how the season ended, and we're going to finish the show talking about the best drama in the world, the NBA. So if you're watching our Facebook Live, stick around. Look for me to pop back up, and I'll be back in like two, three minutes. All right? Darryl Sports, everybody. The
0: average Joe's does not have enough players and will be forfeiting
1: the championship match. It's a bold strategy,
3: Cotton. Let's see if it pays off you for
4: them. I've don't know where to go. I've been around the world and high and low and still I'll never know how it feels to have a real love because it seems there's not around. I gotta end it in this way because it seems
2: mary mary real love mary gonna be at the Super Bowl. uh she gonna hit that dance you know that dance is like weird it's like a weird convulsion of like rhythm and soul and i always thought the dance when she was breaking her heels and she caught herself and she just went into it like she was falling she just because uh, uh, uh. you remember if you guys remember this. Remember like you would trip and you would catch yourself? Like ooh, caught him. Like you would catch yourself but you had to play it off so like you would do like the Super Bowl shuffle or if you, if you did fall you start hitting push ups. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we did that. I don't know. We were dumb. Anyway the Super the, Bowl. The NFL season will be over after Sunday. Well the, the on field stuff. We all know the drama off the field. Whether it's 2 days or it's uh, OTAs, or it's Draft Combine. I love how the NFL has really made the average fan buy into the importance of this stuff. When, honestly, they have zero, let's go, we have zero idea what the heck is actually going on. Like, an OTA or 2 of day like, we're so if the NFL started like broadcasting these things, I will promise you they would still get a better rating than some uh, NBA games most of the time. Like if you put on, let's just say ESPN decided to put on the New England Patriots tour days, okay? And the opposite game on TV was the let's do let's do the Jazz versus the Nuggets. I promise you, if the if the NBA did beat it out, it'd be close. It'd be super close. I I put money on it. I would I would get put it on Fanduel. I promise you, I I will break even. Bet your bottom dollar. Hey, look, it's um, it's uh, Zion Williams and a commercial playing basketball, but he's drinking Mountain Dew. He probably should be drinking Mountain Dew. I'm, I'm just saying, as I drink my Red Bull. Anyway, NFL season is now over. There was so much of a season, really, of... We were... Some things was expected. Some things were not expected. For example, where you the Bengals just came out of nowhere and won. Parity was large this year in the NFL. Parody... Sums up look, you had teams like the Raiders, the oh, let's just let's just go through it, shall we? Let's go over the season. All right. So you had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do what they do, and then at the end of the year, Tom Brady said goodbye. I'm retiring, or is it? You had everybody overhype the, the Dallas Cowboys and make you believe that the Dallas Cowboys is gonna do it. the Dallas Cowboys are the best team. Hold on. Let's skip. I mean my pet. The Dallas Cowboys are going to get it done, they have the best quarterback, they have the best, Shannon Sharp, you don't know what you're talking about, they have the best, best, best owner, best field, best, uh, 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 best, uh, towel guy, best, best, uh, best, uh, uh, the the guy who parks cars is the best, everybody is the best on Dallas, well, they're not, because Dallas is sitting at home, and they under, they underperformed, in my opinion, it's my opinion, Shannon Sharp would probably say, listen, Skip, if you're looking at them and how, how they play, look, 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 look. 400 years ago, a man made a ball, and he rolled that ball, and you have to take that ball, and my grandmother told me, you take that ball, and you got to take that said ball, and you got to make it happen. And then when I played, I took the ball, and I scored with it, and the Dallas Cowboys ain't take that ball, Skip. I'm trying to tell you, Skip, they ain't take that ball. If it was first take, Stephen A. Smith will be ecstatic on how the Dallas Cowboys have crapped the bed again, because the Dallas Cowboys are despicable and everything about them is just atrocious. And every other big word that I'm just gonna throw out there, astronomically, hypothetically, uranously, okay? I just, just think Stephen A. Smith was, like, on the verge of that one day. I've I missed Max Kellerman so much for this moment. Because Max Kellerman would find a like, analytical way to sum up the Dallas Cowboys season. Like, they, like Max Kellerman would, be, would definitely go, if you look at the numbers, based on the numbers, strictly, you know, in 1975, these exact same numbers... The Dallas Cowboys are one of the greatest teams of all time. If you stack them up and you just remove like what they have done in the last 20 years, take out what they did in 20 years, and you put in what they're doing just today, just today, and you stack their numbers up just today based on everybody else, based on the numbers, and only on the numbers, uh, uh, Stephen. Based on these numbers, they are the Super Bowl champions. And then you go, Max, this is right what the heck did you just say? And that's what Molly has that look like. Max is off the rails. She, he's lost it. And there's like nine other shows that I can make fun of right now. But the Dallas Cowboys, at the end of the day, to sum it up, suck. <laughs> All right. The New York Giants continue to suck. And they had a new coach who will probably also suck. Uh, the Washington Commanders, coming to save the day, Commanders. They went actually the Washington football team and they gave hope. They gave hope to all the Washington football fans out there. And I just don't understand where that hope came from because they also, too, sucked. Then you had the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers who threw the whole season in the tizzy because everybody assumed he was vaccinated. And yet he wasn't. And basically, after doing years of research and studying, the one thing he needed to be an expert in was Winning playoff games, and he just—he can't do it in his own home field in Lambo. The temperature was perfect; was like ten degrees, and it was only getting colder. And he let a team from San Francisco, historically not that cold this time of year, beat him. And now Aaron Rodgers is, oh, you know, I really had a good year. Please, please don't, don't. I don't know what I want to do. Maybe you should do more research. Aaron on how to win playoff games and less research on your medical degree. Which, if you want a second career in medicine, hey, go for it. Just let me know where you're practicing so I don't go there. Then you have the teams that continue to suck Carolina Panthers, the Atlanta Falcons, the Detroit Lions, the Chicago Bears, the Jets always suck. The Broncos, uh, they didn't suck. They really didn't suck. Uh, but the Jacksonville Jaguars, ha, ha, if you spin enough bottles, you'll get somewhere. So the Jacksonville Jaguars decide they're going to hire Urban Meyer, a man who's never stepped foot in the NFL. And the moment he gets his job, he hires a guy who got fired for racism. Hmm, there's going to be a pattern here. Then Urban Meyer hired another guy who had some controversy around him, and then he decided to to sign Tim Tebow, which everybody felt was just being a spy on the team. And Tim Tebow just literally spent the last three years playing in minor league baseball. The NFL has not wanted anything to do with the future president of the United States. Write it down. So, Urban Meyer, he coaches some games. He loses a lot of games. He goes and gets blown out by the Cincinnati Bengals. And then later that evening, he's at his bar where he's allowing either, he's either checking this young lady's pocket, he's pickpocketing her, he's either trying to help her from falling, or he was trying to get like a little cheap lap dance. I'm going to go with definitely the lap dance. Instead of flying back with his team after losing, then he gets upset. Uh, He's basically telling players they suck. I believe something about he kicked the, 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 the kicker, is irony in there that he kicked the kicker. Like, what kind of crap are you trying to pull? Like, that guy can kick you in the chest and kill you, Urban. Like, what? So, the Jacksonville Jaguars do the smart thing, the only smart thing they've done in years, and they fire Urban Meyer. About time. So, moving on to other teams who suck. The tech, uh, Houston Texans. Well, they kind of suck, but only because their quarterback is under indictment for potential lawsuits, for potential sexual harassment. But teams still think they're going to trade for him. The, the science behind it doesn't make any sense. Ben Roethlisberger retires and says goodbye. He wins his last game, getting him to one more playoff. The only African-American head coach up until like two days ago. And uh, Mike uh, Tomlin is has never had a losing season. The Chicago, the Cleveland Browns, dis- uh, you think the, the Dallas Cowboys are disappointed. Cleveland had everybody fooled. They're going to the Super Bowl. They're going to win the division. They're so good that they're going to win the game when the monsters of football finally formed. That's how they should have did uh, Space Jam. They should have made a football movie. But the monsters of a football team is going to get formed, and they're going to face only the Cleveland Browns. There's an asteroid coming. Only the Cleveland Browns can stop this asteroid. The Cleveland Browns, the Cleveland Browns are terrible. I don't know if it's just because of who they are and the Cleveland Browns, but the Cleveland Browns are bad. And they're disappointed. They did win eight. They went eight and nine. Which is and the guy that they cut is in the Super Bowl. That kid's is what you call a Karma. And then the Chargers, blah blah blah. Oh, and it brings me to my last team. The Oh, the two. I got one more. It brings me to the Las Vegas Raiders. Ha. How'd that one work out? They signed a coach for like 100 years. Like, I'm going to pull a Rick Ray. If you've ever seen Rick and Morty. uh, John Gruden for 100 years. John Gruden, 2,000 years. John Gruden forever. Well, John Gruden got fired because of an email he sent out. Because he's 100. Who the hell sends out emails? Like, who says crazy sexist, racist stuff in an email. That's documents, bruh. Have you never heard of Snapchat? That shit goes away. (laughs) But instead, he sends out an email like 10 years ago, and the NFL needed a sacrificial lamb. So they served up John Gruden, dot, 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 fire. Raiders do make the playoffs, dot, 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 lose. And then the Miami Dolphins. Oh, you knew we were coming here, didn't you? So the Dolphins started off the season basically dreadful. Now, if you had fired Brian Flores after the first nine games, I would not have blamed. Or well, the first eight games, excuse me. If you had fired fire Brian uh, Flores after the first eight games, wouldn't have blamed you. Because the team was, oh one 1-8. Then somehow man went like on an eight-game winning streak. <sighs> not, yeah, something like that. And ended up finishing the year 9-8. and eight, His second winning season with the team. Then he got fired. And nobody knows why. And the rumors are that he, the, the owner doesn't really like him. Here's the kicker. When you own a team, you can do whatever you want. Whatever. Whatever. Then, uh, who else fired? Uh, Denver fired. Uh, Jacksonville was fired. Texas was fired. Giants was fired. Chicago was fired. Minnesota was fired. And then everybody said, well, there are a lot of minority coaches out there that are going to get hired. And the NFL said, wait a minute. We're going to hire a white guy, a white guy, another white guy. Uh, that's three, right? I got three. Hold on. One white guy. Two white guys. Three white guys. Four white guys. And then... Uh, Five white guys. <laughs> Sounds like a restaurant. Five white guys. Uh, six white guys. And then they hired two black guys and all is forgotten. Racism is over. Today. It just ended. I deemed it so. <laughs> the NFL 2021 season was definitely entertaining because you, you just never knew who was going to win. You never every week somebody was going to beat somebody. We got two teams in there that is nice to see. This is a beginning. Uh, the end of the uh, we, we finally got the end of Tom Brady. We finally got the end of the Roethlisberger. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is knocking on heaven's door. Sean Payton has retired. I uh, will not retired. He stepped away from the um, what's that team? The New Orleans Saints. So there's a lot of changes coming in 2022. It's going to be interesting to see how they play out. What teams will, because the NFL is one of those teams you're one draft pick away from going from worst to first, and it's curious to see what teams are just right there. Will Will Cleveland make the right move? Will uh, Baltimore bounce back with their quarterback healthy? Will the Jets have a finally a good season with their like 900 drafted quarterback? Will Miami explode or will they build on this young? Um, Coordinator that's coming in there now as the head coach. Uh, will there? Will the Patriots now with the new franchise quarterback? Will they find themselves at the king of the castles again, just being right there? At the will the Cowboys once again be picked to win it all? Just to be disappointing. Will uh? Will uh? The, the Tampa Bay. What will they do? Could like. Tampa Bay may have to start rebuilding. Like, that's not a team I think right now you should be holding out hope for. That team looks like they probably should just tear it down. If I was Bruce Arians, I'd retire tomorrow. I've got what I needed. I got my championship, retire, start over. But that's not what people do. It's going to be a show. So, 2022 market. We will talk about that when in August because no need to discuss it now. All right. <laughs> Uh, when we return, we're going to take a quick break. When we return, we're going to uh, end the show talking about the, the best drama and comedy on all the TV, the NBA. God, it's the gift that keeps on giving. I purposely stayed away from the NBA because I wanted to see how things played out. And it's playing out beautifully. Downright Sports. All's
1: my life I has to fight, nigga. my life I... Like, yeah bad chips like yeah Nazareth I'm fucked up homie you fucked up but if God got us then we gon be alright all right, nigga, right. right. nigga we gon be alright nigga we gon Cause I think I've gone crazy, trying to side my faces all day. Won't you please believe when I say, When you know we've been hurt, been down before, nigga? When our pride was low, looking at the world like where do we go, nigga? And we hate Po-Po Paul when kill us dead in the street for sure, nigga. I at the preachers door my knees getting weak and my gun might blow, but we gon' be alright, all right, nigga. All right. We gon' be alright. right to you Motherfucker, you can live at the mall I can see the evil, I can tell it I know it's illegal I don't think about it I deposit every other zero Thinking of my partner Put the candy, paint on no a rico Digging in my pocket In a profit Big enough to feed you Every day my logic Get another dollar Just to keep you in the presence Of your Chico ah! I don't talk about it Be about it Every day I sequel. Cool, if I got it Then you know you got it yeah, I can reach you. Pet dog, pet dog, pet dog, my dog, that's all. Pick back and chat, I trapped the back for deep y'all. Deep I rap, I black deep. on tracks, arrest ah. the show. My rights, my this wrongs are young right, young and young I'm right for God. Boy. And you know, we been hurt, been down before. Nigga, when our pride was low, looking at the world like, where do we go? Nigga, and we hate Pope Paul, wanna kill us dead in the street for sure. Nigga, I'm at the preacher's door. My knees getting weak, and my gun might blow, but we gon' be alright. Nigga, we gon' be alright. We go.
2: NWO. Not, here we come. All right, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hold on one second. I didn't hit a button. <sighs> now I hit a button. <laughs> welcome back. All right, we're gonna wrap the show up. A little show reminders. Next week, Diary Sports will be dark. All right. Uh, I didn't take a week I was supposed to off. Um, I changed my mind. And um so next week I'm gonna take off no Super Bowl recap. You'll know who won. <laughs> okay. You know who won. Uh we'll be back after the NBA All-Star Break. Um will get us geared up for March Madness and some other things. The Olympics is going on, but I don't care, I'm boycotting. So uh, the NBA is going on and my favorite telenovela the NBA, is happening right now and the storylines get better and better, and better each day. Uh, currently, right now, the Ball brothers are facing each other. You know I didn't know their dad, LeVar Ball, whatever the heck his first name is, like, one of us. I didn't know he played in the NFL. I had no idea. I mean, it explains the athletics, but you got Chicago is just doing their thing. Uh, uh, DeMar DeRose is having one of those type of seasons where you just have to stand up and go, oh, yeah, he's stoking hoop. Like, he's having a... Uh, I mean, he's he's not averaging 40 points a game, but he's averaging 27 points, five rebounds, five assists, um, his uh, PER, his player efficiency rating is 11th in the league, uh, they built a nice team, I, I want to give credit to um, Donovan, I can't remember his first name, save my life right now, <laughs> but Donovan, Billy Donovan, Billy Donovan coming from Florida, has had a lot of success in the NBA, he... Uh, was uh, he? He had a great run with the uh, OKC Thunder, and then they stripped that team apart. And then give Chicago kudos—they signed him and made sure he had players. They got Ball, they got Damar. Uh, they also—I uh, know Mo Chicks was his assistant coach. That's what's up. But he's really got Chicago in the conversation. People of Chicago thinking. Oh man, we, we got a shot. Chicago's not winning the championship, but they got a team that can. not I'm not gonna put them. They play strong defense. Their offense is the they spread the floor so well. Like they their spacing is well for the style of play that those guys have. You really gotta give them credit. You really, I mean, like I'm I'm impressed with what they have going on. But they still gotta get past certain teams. They gotta get past um, Milwaukee. Who still got to be considered the favorites? They're the defending champions. Miami with that veteran core, guys with that fusion of youth. One thing about Miami is uh, uh, Bam Adebayo, one of the best big men down low, can is a shot blocker, but also can score. And then Jimmy buckets, excuse me, Jimmy Butler. Uh, you 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 want a guy like him because he doesn't shy from the moment. So that brings me to this current season of drama. And if I had the music, it would be, when the world turns. Because we're paying attention to the NBA for all the wrong reasons. We have the Brooklyn Nets, the Los Angeles Lakers, who are giving us all the drama you can imagine. The Lakers are performing way underperforming. The Brooklyn Nets are currently on a nine-game losing streak. They did lose Kevin Durant, but Kevin Durant has proven a very valuable point to the vet. if I was, if I was the Brooklyn Nets right now, I probably call KD and give him a contract. Like, yo, no extension, just extra money. I know we pay you good, but we think you deserve more because of what he has done, what he is capable of doing. With him going, that team isn't any good. Zero zitch. James Harden is a MVP, he's an MVP caliber play. Either he's just not engaged, or he don't want, like, or like, James, we've seen James Harden do so much with the Houston Rockets when that team really, he was the best, he was the the first, second, and third best player on that team. One reason why Brooklyn's having so many issues, you got Kyrie, who's a part-time player. For whatever reason, you know, for what all his reasons are, he's a part-time player. He is not helping that team. James Harden recognizes that. James Harden was probably hoping that KD would have been like, yo, bump dude out of here. And now with the conversation of Philadelphia making a trade for Harden, uh, trading for Harden and trading Ben Simmons, if you're Brooklyn, there's no way you're pulling the trigger on that trade. I'd rather have James Harden just sit on the bench being angry because if I'm trading for, first of all, I just saw the most elitist thing ever. So the NBA, the game's over, and one of the players took his mouthpiece out, and there was a mouthpiece guy on the side. There's a guy on the sidelines waiting for his mouthpiece. Come on, man! Like, stop. Anyway, you're looking at this le- this season going on right now, and the conversation of if the se- if Brooklyn trades with the 76ers, a team within this division, a team within this conference, a team that is currently just doing what it wants. Clearly, Brooklyn is giving up on the season, in which you're going to lose Kevin Durant. Which brings me to the whole dynamic of LeBron. Now, I don't care what you have to say. LeBron started the AAU style of the NBA. Let's just go get the best, two, three best players. We don't care what the bench looks like. We're just going to put together this team, forget what the coach has to say, forget what uh, uh, what, what players we have. The, the, we're the three best. We can make it work. Well, it ain't working because it's done with because teams have gotten smarter. Smaller uh, budget teams, smaller market teams, they learn how to build from within the draft. You look at it. If you're an MB if you're a true NBA fan, you're a true basketball fan, you need to be watching what the Chicago Bulls are doing. You need to be watching what the Cleveland Cavaliers is doing. You need to be watching what the Memphis Grizzlies and John Morant. John Morant and Joel Embiid are having two of the most fantastic seasons you can ask for in guys for two totally different situations. Joel Embiid has basically been abandoned by his teammate, his wingman. He's basically been thrown to the curb. Uh, Embiid, tw- leading the league in scoring 29 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists. Uh, John Morant, 26 points, 5 rebounds, 8 assists. Uh, Embiid is third in player efficiency. Uh, uh, Morant, seventh. These guys have their teams in position to win. They have their, I don't think Memphis is winning at all, but the 76ers do need to make a move. They do need to go get and be that extra piece, that one little piece, but somebody who compliments him. I felt Ben Simmons really did, but they were—they thought Ben Simmons was going to be a scorer. He doesn't need to be a scorer. Ben Simmons just needed to be the guy to get the ball moving. He could rebound, play some defense, but he didn't have to score. If he could just score getting buckets off of layups and, um, you know what I'm saying, that's enough. We didn't need him to shoot threes. Find somebody else to shoot those threes. I think that's what the 76 is drop the ball on then bead here now it's too early it's still too early to say who's winning the championship i think you got to put golden state in consideration i think you got to put uh the phoenix suns in consideration but you're not going to get what you think i think i do see brooklyn and l.a making runs they're too good they have too much talent where they're not going to make some type of serious run to make some noise but, the, but the, the, the amount of work that the, that the Lakers are going to have to put in to win a championship, they're too old. They're too old, too broke down. Let me paint the picture for the Lakers. Anthony Davis leads the team in rebounds, around 10 rebounds a game. Trivia question. Who's the second leading, uh, who's the second to, uh, uh, in most rebounds on the team, averaging rebounds? Give up. It's Russell Westbrook. With seven, eight rebounds a game. Your point guard is number two in rebounding. What? What? The reason why this team doesn't work is for a multitude of reasons. Because finally, LeBron's mutant project has failed. Anthony Davis, LeBron at his advanced age is leading the team in scoring at 29 points a game. Anthony Davis, yes, he's been hurt. But he's around 23 points a game. That doesn't work. Anthony Davis not scoring more points and not being more impactful on the team is not Russell Westbrook's fault. That is clearly the motor that Anthony Davis doesn't possess. He doesn't have that dog gene. He doesn't have that I-gotta-get-it gene. We gave him the credit when he won the championship. We thought putting that ring on his finger would turn it around. Would give him that, ooh, I I feel it. I feel like that glow that Bruce Leroy got in, in Last Dragon. I've said it, I've been saying it a thousand times. I don't know where the play, I don't know what the, the ultimate trade is. But if I'm L.A., I'm I'm considering trying to trade A.D. for somebody who is going to basically, we don't, if LeBron's going to be the guy, we don't need two guys. Like, we don't need Anthony Davis learning how to become the guy. So let's go get LeBron another player and you got a chance. I like Carl Anthony Towns. He's complimentary. He could do for LeBron. He could he could he could do the same thing. He could spot up and shoot. LeBron likes these big guys who can spot up and shoot. I don't know why. Go for, go find somebody else. But if I'm at, do I, if if you're the Knicks and you're trying to trade Julius Randle, if you if you're the Knicks and you trade Julius Randle for Russell Westbrook, the Knicks franchise needs to be sold today and they delegated and um. The team needs to play in the G League because that would be the stupidest move ever. And give me two minutes. I'm going to wrap it up here. Julius Randolph, if it's true, he's upset that the fans are booing. Well, you suck, bruh. And the team sucks. And if you can't play, if you can't handle booing in New York, then it's time to go. Last year, we loved you. Last year, we cheered you. But you, one thing every single NBA player in the world knows and understands, when you walk through the when you walk through the Garden wearing them that blue and orange and you got that Knicks across your chest, you and you're good. You give Nick fans hope, and Nick fans love some hope. But the Nick fans are spoiled from the days of Willis Reed walking in on broke Lay or, or, or Walt Frazier giving us buckets to uh, Bernard King later. Patrick, you playing, just hurt all the time. Spre- the Knicks. Players have been blue-collar, tighten-up-your-boots players, and they ain't tr- fans ain't trying to hear you upset because we booing. I don't pay for Knicks tickets because I can't afford them, but tickets to the Knicks games are not cheap, and if you suck, you're going to hear it. And if you too sensitive to understand that, Mr. Julius Randolph, then maybe it's time for you to go. Maybe it's time that you find somewhere nice and safe and wholesome where they all respect and love you. And we don't care how good you are, Julius. We just want you to be happy and healthy. Happy and healthy. Last year, Julius, as I wrap things up, Julius was averaging 24 points a game. He's averaging, he's down 20, he's down down to 19 points a game this season. All right? Ain't nobody trying to hear you whine because you, you know what, you want you want some cheese, what's that saying, you want some cheese with your wine, brother, because oh, you, you booed me, I can't believe you booed, Nick fans have booed everyone, we boo Carmelo Anthony, we boo everybody, New York fans, that's what we do, we boo Derek Jeter, son, we don't care, we don't care, you best to show up, or we gonna show you out. Hey, thank you all for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, Downright Sports will be off the air all, uh next week, uh, next two weeks. I'm gonna take two weeks off. That Sports supposed to be off the air. Hey, Super Bowl this Sunday. Going with the Rams. Rams and uh, Rams by six. Over. Oh, Rams will win by six points. Book it. I'm calling it here. <coughs> Book it. Uh, you can listen to the show um, in in its entirety at DynastyRadioNY.com 8 o'clock on Thursdays. You can listen to the show at Trap Radar Radio at FleetRadioNetwork.com Saturday at 3 o'clock p.m. And now you can listen to the show DJ Chase Radio Live 360 as my dog is ready to go. (laughs) You can listen to the show there. You can download the podcast anywhere on major platforms. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, SoundCloud, Stitcher, we're everywhere. Follow the show. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Go to the Facebook group. Uh, email the show at Brent Reed uh, 8. At downright sports11 at gmail.com. Uh, submit uh, songs, whatever. You know, if you want your own, if you if you make your own music, you want to play on the show, submit it there. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys in two two. We'll see you guys basically in two weeks. We're gonna take some time off. Regroup. Come up with some fun things to do, all right? And uh, be safe, have fun out there, and uh, really enjoy yourself for the Super Bowl this Sunday. And hopefully you have fun with your family and friends and everything, all right? As always, deuces.
4: Opportunity sees everything you ever wanted in one moment We move toward a new world order. A normal life is boring. The superstardom's close to post mortem. What you call rage? Tear this motherfucking roof off like two dogs' cage I was playing in the beginning, the mood all changed I've been chewed up and spit out and moved off stage But I kept priming and stepped right in the next cypher Best believe somebody's paying the pie